0: Welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. I am a certified personal trainer, and I'm here to help you achieve your fitness goals without pain. In each episode, I'll share tips and strategies that will help you stay safe and pain-free while you're working out. I'll also interview experts in the field of fitness and pain management. So if you're ready to learn how to stay active and pain-free, then subscribe to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast today. Hi everyone and welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete podcast. I'm your host Dana Jones. So, uh I was thinking about different topics that we can discuss and one of the interesting ones that um I always seem to have a lot of questions about uh is actually mobility. And you know, I was thinking back to when I was a kid and I was like, well, you know, we had all this weirdness, right? Don't bounce when you stretch. You know, there wasn't a ton of emphasis on stretching uh, you know, and I i don't think like I'm trying to recall in the military, I don't know if we ever stretched. I think we warmed up, um, but you know, the warmups were like jumping jacks and, and such, but nothing that was actually, you know, considering that your muscles needed to be warm when you were doing something. And now there seems to be this shift where mobility has become a thing. And, Um, I don't know if still stretching is a little iffy, um, but definitely there's discussion about mobility and mobility training. So I thought, you know, this would be a good time for me to share my wisdom and, you know, just like anything else, you can take what you need and leave the rest. And, uh, I don't know. So let's just get at it. So I guess the first place I would like to start is do any of you stretch or how many of you stretch at all? Um, and then... The second question, and this could be kind of fun, is how many of you stretch before and after you work out? I'm guessing not too many. And I watch it. Um, sometimes I will um, sub fitness classes or I'll attend fitness classes and stretching It's probably like two exercises at the end and that's about it. And a lot of times people are just running in the door and they're jumping into whatever they're doing and they're just kind of doing it. Now, granted, I'm taking classes. We're not talking about CrossFit or any of that other stuff. I've never attended any of that and kind of have no um, desire or need to go to a CrossFit class because that's just not my jam. So what does stretching have to do with mobility? Well, when you're me, you're very... uh, Flexible, right? Stretching and flexibility are kind of in the same realm. And I am somebody who could always, since I was a little kid, bend over, put my palms on the ground. Um, I think when I was a kid, I was actually able to like lick my elbow, you know, all the fun stuff. And that's different than mobility, right? Mobility is the range of motion, the ability to actively engage throughout the range of motion. And a lot of us don't have that. We're able to touch our toes, but are your muscles strong enough to actively engage through that movement to make sure you don't fall on your face or, you know, uh, fall forward or those kinds of things. And what I found for myself is that I was really flexible, but not very mobile. And so one of the other things that I did this summer was kind of explore mobility and what does it look like and how am I able to um, function through it, which I was kind of surprised and a little dismayed at the results, which was that I am not that mobile. And that is something that you actively have to work toward. Anyway, why does it matter if you're mobile as an athlete, right? Um, You know, we all could just make fun of the bodybuilders who are totally yoked out and can't put their arms down because, you know, they're just got muscle on top of muscle. That would be somebody that was not terribly mobile or flexible right? But having mobility, right, allows you to have better mechanics. It allows you to be more agile. Um, Without you even knowing it, it kind of helps you with your balance, right? Because there's a difference between, you know, tripping and catching yourself and being able to move forward uh, or tripping and falling, right? So, um, you know, and avoiding injuries, that would be a wonderful thing, right? So that's, Obviously, one of the reasons why you want to be more mobile. Um, You have more strength, right, throughout the entire movement, so that reduces muscle strains and joint strains and any kind of other injury. Having uh, good mobility also helps you improve your posture, right? So think about your shoulders, and if you're actually able to rotate your shoulders or move them, or those of you who have had frozen shoulder and such, you know what I'm talking about, you know, your shoulders are back, right? We're in this time period right now where everybody's kind of hunched over their phones and doing whatever. And they're actually, you know, reducing their mobility because their shoulders get rolled forward. And then your upper back, the muscles are not pulling you back and pushing your chest up and allowing you to have, um, I don't know, better view of the world, right? Because you're not looking down, you're looking up and out. Of course, I'm doing all these movements. Um, Right now But none of you can see me But I think it's kind of funny Because I'm like I wonder if you can hear me Like flailing my arms And doing all these things Anyway um, Balance is ideal Especially as you become Older as an athlete Uh, People get hurt Doing stupid shit Right? It's like you know, you fall down and you break your wrist because you're trying to stop yourself. But if you have that mobility, if you have that core strength, then you avoid injuries like that. And, of course, that's the goal for everybody is to not have that issue. I think, and this is my own personal opinion, is that the lack of mobility is leading to the issues that we're seeing a lot right now with people. Um, we're seeing hip replacements and um, not too many shoulder replacements, a lot of knee replacements. Having that knowledge, I think, prepares you for things that could be a problem later, right? If you're not moving your hips, if you're constantly sitting and you're not gaining strength through the movement, right, then things become rigid and then that creates problems down the line. And nobody wants to be, you know, 80 years old and curled up in a ball and, you know, waiting for God to take you kind of situation, right? You want to be able, you want to be the 80 year old who's, I don't know, like, um, you know, finishing triathlons or the 80 year old that's going out and doing a 5k with your friends because this is cool. Um, We are at a time where we can live longer and be in better shape than our grandparents, You know, I remember as a little kid seeing my grandma and going, wow, I don't want to be old because she was of that time period. She was born in the early 1910s and she was of that time period where, you know, you didn't, it wasn't ladylike to do things and she didn't do a lot of things. And so, you know, I watched her, you know, and I don't even recall this. It's later. I go, wow, you know, grandma was really old and she wasn't that old, but she behaved old because she didn't do anything. Like, she literally, aside from walking around the supermarket, she didn't do a whole lot of stuff. And so I just watched her curl in, you know, how you just, you know, osteoporosis takes over, all these things take over, and you start to just kind of fold in or turtle in to your body. And then, of course, you're exposing yourself to all kinds of stuff, especially injuries and pain. Um, So anyway, I think it's important to kind of talk about this and to – for you to have an understanding of it. One of the things that you have to make sure is what type of mobility are you working on? It could be joint mobilization. So if you're somebody that is having an issue with your shoulder, then there's things that you can do to work on making sure that you're You know, Again, I'm demonstrating, but you can't see me. So my arm is out to the side and I'm moving my hand back and it goes behind my head in terms of the range of flexibility. And then when I kind of scarecrow down, it goes to the side of my body. That is pretty good range of motion. I've also worked on that. I use a weight to do that. You can use bands. There's all kinds of stuff and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, But joint mobilization is probably key just for the fact that it will... Allow all the things that your body knows how to do to work out, and then that prevents replacement later and um, other associated risks, right? Dynamic stretching is another type of mobility, right? I do dynamic stretching with my clients before we work out. So they're in the process of warming up, and then we do these movements to create mobility, and it prepares their body for the activity. I like doing things like that because it makes sense to me and also, you know, an injured client doesn't pay me. And I know that sounds crappy, but that's the reality is if I do something stupid, then people are going to get hurt. I'm not going to get recommended. I'm not going to stay in business. And that's not why I'm here. I'm here to stay in business, but I'm also here to help people and to empower people to be strong. And me teaching them stupid crap or avoiding things doesn't help any of us. So one of the weird things that you can do in terms of where it kind of runs into that joint mobilization and dynamic stretching is walking backwards. And it is, when you think about it, it really helps with um, ankle mobility. You know, as you're stepping backwards, you're landing on the ball of your foot. So that's activating your calf, right? Your ankle is in a bent position or activated position. And then as you continue to move, right, your ankle goes through the whole process. Plus, I can't even list all the things that your brain is doing during this time, right, to make sure that you don't fall on your head. Which is wonderful, right? Because it's activating your body. Plus, your core has to be engaged because you don't want to fall over. It's just a different way of moving. When you think about what we do during the day, everything is moving forward, right? If you're not sitting, you're, you know, you're walking. Your arms are moving forward. Um, if you're a triathlete, you're kind of screwed because a lot of your motion is on that single plane of just moving forward, right? When you think about it, you're riding your bike, you're running right? You're swimming, same thing. You're all moving in one way and there's not a whole lot of side to side stuff and there's definitely nothing going backwards. So backwards walking is very minimal in terms of the amount of effort that it takes, but it does all these things for your brain and your body. So it's a good thing to do. Start a workout with like five minutes of backwards walking in the beginning of the workout and that will help get you warm in a way that you probably didn't think it would. Um, there's other things that you can do right you can use foam rolling right a foam roller that's great for myofascial release right so that you have those adhesions in your muscles sometimes that prevent mobility and this is a great way to do a massage to kind of release those points and sometimes it takes a little bit right um you know, interestingly enough, a lot of my clients have that little knot in their calf. And you know where it is, you'll find it, right? And, <laughs> you know, you, you get on a roller and you start to work it, and then you can make that knot smaller. And then that will allow you to have better foot mobility. And then, again, will prevent ankle injuries and uh, other things, right? Um, you have uh, active and passive stretching, right? So I like the passive stretching at the end. So you've done your workout and then you're sitting there and you're just releasing. I have a tendency of wanting to hold those uh, stretches for longer periods of time. I like to do them for at least a minute, if not longer. And part of it is just because your brain's response a lot of times when you're stretching or pulling a muscle is, holy crap, what are you doing, right? Especially if it's not something that you're comfortable with. Um, So if you lay there in the stretch, then your brain goes, oh, okay, we're safe, muscles relax, and then you're actually able to do a better stretch because of the fact that you are in that position for a longer period of time. And then, of course, there's functional movement, right? So that's that, um, you know, sport-specific movements. It's the, you know, for me, a lot of my functional movement that I work on with my athletes, Or simple things like it could be, you know, carrying groceries or getting up off the floor or things that just help them realize that they need strength in other areas. Because a lot of times people go to the gym, they want to do, you know, they want to do squats, they want to do a bench press, they want to do bicep curls, triceps, and then a little core and then they're out. And they forget that they have other parts of their body that kind of help them move. So how do you put this stuff into a routine? Well, like I said, you know, that warm-up is lovely, right? Walk backwards, right? Jog in place. Those are nice things to get your body warm. And then dynamic stretches, right? Twisting is fantastic. Right, I do a lot of twisting where it starts off very minimal, and then as we progress, it um, opens you up more. Right, so that eventually your hands are swinging side to side, and you're twisting your body, and your hips are moving. Yes, I am doing the exercise while I'm showing you. Anyway, that's that's a great thing, right? So you should always warm up before you do any workout. Um, If you ever wonder why you feel like crap when you start a run and you're like, oh, I didn't feel good until I was a mile in, if you watch professional runners, they run and they do a bunch of stuff. Um, A long time ago, I covered, uh, we have this event here where um, they challenge athletes or runners from around the state of California to try to break the four-minute mile. And so these people come up from L.A. and everywhere, and they come here, and they hop in, and then they decide they're going to run. Around our junior college um, track. And one of the interesting things that I got from observing these people and these professionals as they were doing it was that they went out and ran miles before they actually ran the mile. So they went and did a slow jock around. They, you know, were doing, you know, push ups and squats and doing all these things to get their bodies warm to be able to do the mile. They didn't just show up and then try to break a four minute mile. They, did all this to prepare their body for it. So you have to change your mindset. For some of you you have to change your mindset to put yourself in the position of, I am an athlete. I need to warm up like an athlete. So if you're somebody who goes to the gym, then you're hopping on the, you know, whatever you want to be. You're hopping on the bike. You're hopping on the um, elliptical. You're hopping on the treadmill. Get in at least 15 minutes of warming up And if you're on the treadmill, you can walk backwards without the treadmill on for the first five minutes and then turn around and walk and, you know, warm up warm normally or 10 more minutes and then get that handled, right? So then your body's warm, your heart rate's up, your body knows what to expect, right? Because this is something that you're training it to do. And then you're going to do your exercises And again, if you're at the gym, you're working on full range of motion. So if you're doing a chest fly, your arms are as far back as you can get them while you're lying on the bench, and then you're coming through the movement. Always lightweight is better when you're doing mobility training, right? You know, you see those people who want to curl, you know, 95-pound dumbbells. Fantastic. That's great. But if you see them, you know, their arms don't uh, straighten. Right, because they're used to being in that position. And that's not really a place of strength, right? It's that short range strength, but not complete strength. And that's why sometimes they tear their muscles and then their biceps roll up into their shoulders and all kinds of good stuff, right? Not that that's going to happen to you because you're going to be smart about it, right? And understand that this takes time. Right, you did not get this way overnight. If you're somebody who has um, limited mobility, so you have to stay on this routine. So maybe you introduce one exercise, maybe you introduce a couple of exercises into your routine to start it to start get you going, getting you go. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. I hopefully you know what I'm saying. Anyway, and then as you get comfortable with it, then you do other things. If you're doing bicep curls, you know, turn your hands out. So that they're at the side of your body and do your curls that way. That gives you a very different range of motion. The important thing to remember is that we're all individuals. And certain people are going to move certain ways. Certain people have structural differences, right? So you're not going to have the mobility that somebody else has. So whenever you do something, make sure you tailor it toward your needs and not necessarily to somebody else's need, right? Like don't compare your middle to somebody else's end kind of thing, right? Just keep that in mind. Of course, overall, you want to be consistent, You want to make sure that you do these things, these exercises at least a couple of times a week so that way you can build that mobility and then it just becomes a regular thing. And it's funny because sometimes if you don't do them, like I haven't been doing my stuff, I've noticed that my mobility has changed and so I feel like I have to kind of go back and start implementing it because I'm not being consistent with my workouts. Anyway, that's all I have for now. Um, just remember mobility is the key to longevity in life and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much. And please don't forget to rate and review. Have a good one.